This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. After sending 57 million emails last year, generating 22,000 leads and nearly 3,000 sales from email alone, we've learned a few things along the way. Your email list might be the most important asset your business has because when the other platforms change, I'm looking at you, Facebook and Google, they change their rules or impact your results. Your email list is one of the lead generation sources that you actually own. So today Mm -hmm. we're going to go over five things that we've learned from sending millions of emails. Yeah, one of the most year. powerful things we ever learned about email was at the 10x growth con from a sales guy named the, Grant Cardone. The, the <laughs> he goes, hit the list. And then he what did he say? He goes, what good's a list if you don't actually hit it? Meaning send emails to it. And he said, you guys are so scared of unsubscribes. I actually measure my unsubscribes and go, ooh, we don't have enough. Hit yeah, it again. Hit the list and again. I was like, and that actually <laughs> As crazy as that sounds, really transformed our it whole methodology on completely emails. transformed how we yep. yeah, how we do emails. And and now we generate millions and millions of dollars from our email marketing campaigns. Yeah. But look, you have to be you have to add value. You have to do things um, you have to do things in a way that will encourage results um, and not just simply spamming uh, people. But with all of that said, there are some things that we've learned that I think you can specifically apply and start testing out in your business as well. I would say, number one, this is just a list that uh, I put together and I called our, our marketing director, got a couple uh, insights from him as well, is to ask a question in your emails. So not just giving mm-hmm. information, like if you're trying to convert people or get replies, especially this is a great way just to get pure replies from your emails is to ask a question. One of our most successful or our most successful email campaign asks one question and we simply say, can I send you a sample? We put that right into the subject of the email line and that Yeah, we do that monthly, right? It's a ton of replies and uh, well, we, we, we sprinkle it in now and then, particularly with new people like you don't want to ask the same people 10 or 20 times over the course of a month. Can I send you a sample? <laughs> you want to add some variety in there. But this simple email has generated 10,000 leads uh, already this year. 75% of them came from that question and uh, generated over half a million dollar in revenue for our business. And this includes a ton of other specials. Like we run special offers around the holidays. We run deals. We run incentives. We run yeah. very time-based things. And this one email continues uh, to outperform all of those as a whole. That's pretty crazy. Here's some ideas that you could do. Like we also run on Facebook ads for our real estate clients. And one of the okay. emails that we send out on behalf of them uh, is whenever people sign up to receive a list of homes, uh, we simply say, hey, we already got your information. Is there any other criteria that you're looking for in your dream home? And we just end the email with that simple question, which uh, generates responses. Maybe if you're in insurance or financial services, you want to focus on maybe will your loved ones be taken care of whenever you're gone, kind of use some of those questions that make people think, and then make it very simple for them yep. to send a reply. It's been pretty um, amazing seeing on our Facebook ads campaign campaigns for real estate agents specifically is giving a centered focus on even the properties that they want to receive 
um, has been the emails that have gotten the best responses because mm-hmm. my brother does a lot of different uh, emails that he sent and the best response is literally a property drip email mm-hmm. and it's around this idea of hey I thought you might want to check out this property yep. right tight and that is what gets the most engagement it makes sense because it's delivering what they want to see or gives them an item of value that they want to see and it's a direct question that you're asking yeah which really goes into this next one which is you have to split your list right you have to get targeted with the email message if you're sending a blanket email the same email to everybody on your list you're not going to maximize mm-hmm. your results just like you're saying, if people signed up for that, that's what they want to see. You want to make sure that that group is receiving those emails. But if you start sending those emails to a list of people that didn't sign up for that in the first place, it's not going to be as effective. So make sure you're splitting your list. Look at it from the perspective of people you want to nurture, maybe people that you want to add value to or continue to drip on them with a particular purpose, and then people that you want to convert. So customers versus prospects is one way you can do it. People you're actively doing business with, people that you want to do business with. Think about your emails in terms terms of value versus action. Am I looking to add value here? And of course you always want some sort of response or some sort mm-hmm. of benefit from that, but am I looking to just purely add value here or am I looking to elicit action? And you want to make sure that you have a good blend of both for those. We were looking at, um, we've been doing a lot of testing on people within the various phases of our funnel. Um, so if you look at a marketing funnel, top of funnel, these are people that are where of your brand or what you offer middle of funnel. These are people that are, that are closer to that consideration phase. Uh, and sometimes you can base this off of where they came into you as a lead, or you could base it off of just where they're at in your funnel currently. And then bottom of funnel, these are the people that you should be speaking to every day because they're at the decision making phase, right? They, they know about your brand. They've already considered it. And now they're at the decision making phase. We found that short emails work better for people in that consideration phase. So people that are in the middle of your funnel, the shorter the email, the better. And then for people that are higher up in your funnel, uh, the more explanation and the more copy you need in your email. So don't take the rule of short emails are better, Hmm. 100% as gold gospel. People that are in the top of your funnel, they need a little bit more information and they're probably a little bit more willing to read that because they're aware and now they're trying to decide if they're curious. Uh, So conversions with longer copy for our top of funnel leads actually increased versus shorter copy for those in the top of our funnel. It makes so much sense just because when you're at the actual decision-making phase, you just want the, the facts. Like you've already, you don't need the fluff anymore. You don't need the stories as much anymore. You yeah. want the raw facts because you're trying to make a decision and the decision they just, they need to justify on logic. And it's not because you don't share with them a story in a short email or something like that. They just want you to get to the point so they can make the decision. Yeah. And give me that action. Give me what is yeah. next, which leads us into our next one, which is you should always have a single call to action. So you want to get extremely focused with your emails, just in terms of who you're targeting and how you're focusing that content in the actual one. It's ready to do that ask when you're call when when you hit that call to action you want to have a single one emails with just one call to action increase sales by approximately 1600%. A couple other tips on calls to action. This comes from some research from coffee uh copy blogger, excuse me. CTAs that are shaped like buttons get a 45% increase in clicks and then a case study by Hellsberg Diamond said buttons that include an arrow icon at the end of the button get a 26% increase. So those are just some hacks and some little Dang, tips dude, to try. Dude, have we ever tried the, the arrow? We have tried the arrow. I don't know that we've gotten the 26% increase. Yeah, um, the arrow is crazy. something that we could probably try more in our yeah. emails. We definitely have tested the button. And uh, even in like a more HTML copy-based email, having that uh, call to action that is shaped hmm. like a button 
does increase. Shows you the, the power of shapes and colors and stuff like that. Yeah, there's another one that says like red is most likely to increase the, the highest one. And what do you know? We have a red one. button. Yeah. Yep. A um, couple ideas for getting uh, for a call to action. Get a quote, get an estimate, how much is my home worth, book an appointment, take people directly to that thing that you want them to do. Uh, number four, use plain text emails in your sales emails. This one, I'll add the caveat. You always want to test, but a healthy blend of designed emails with plain text is uh, strong for you. The majority of the sales emails should be plain text with the occasional designed HTML one in there. And I will kind of also add to this, this goes back to the intent of the email. If you are explaining a lot and you have more or less uh, sales copy, have it come from one person mm. and have it be plain text. If you are doing more like a shorter one uh, or designing it in HTML, like with a nice design, a nice hero image, consider having that come from your company. Now you might be the company, uh, but if you have like a brand or you manage a team, consider coming from a more you know, bigger company feeling yeah. thing because people will be more likely to read an email from an individual, but they'll be more likely to trust a bigger brand through those HTML design. It, it makes so much sense because when you have something designed, it, it maybe speaks professionalism, but people think corporate, they think template, they yeah. think newsletter. When you have something that's not designed, people think human. Yeah. And uh, also mix up in your subject lines, like do don't it doesn't have to be perfect you know title case in your subject yeah. lines you can do it all lowercase you can put you know an ellipses at the end you can yep. try and do things that make it look really uh casual a test out a typo in your subject line you will be amazed at how many replies that yep. you get if you put a typo you spelt this word wrong <laughs> gotcha which <laughs> is a great opportunity yep. same for your facebook ads same for your facebook ads uh number five and the most important one is to use these as an opportunity to call everybody we work with a ton of people and we have people that won't even call the yeah, folks on their list that raise their hand, let alone calling people that just opened their email. We called 10,000 people that clicked on a link in our email and visited our webpage, but didn't convert uh, and made over 300 sales from that uh, in 2023 alone. Three and a half percent conversion rate. People that are simply clicking the links in the email, they're not converting our page. I think public speaking used to be the greatest fear. I think it's calling your leads. <laughs> calling I think leads. that's what it is. I think people would rather public speak be in a cast casket, then call their leads. I think <laughs> I think they would rather both of those than calling their leads. It's crazy. It really, really is powerful. And this is something like if you're a reminder media client, you want to look at things like your digital edition or your local event emails that yeah. you're sending out. Um, I've been looking at a ton of the stats and just sort of the results that people are getting. The local events get a lot of click-throughs yeah. if you're sending that email newsletter and they get multiple clicks per email, meaning they're checking out multiple events that you're sending them in your link. So what better opportunity just to give them a call and, and make sure that, hey, didn't know if you've been getting my local event email. Uh, I've been sending it out to all of my best clients or the best people on my list. Did you get a chance to check out any of the local events? What were your thoughts on it? Like, do you have any feedback for me? Did you, yeah. did you like the event? Did you enjoy getting? it? Yep. Yeah, and it's just a great opportunity to build those relationships. And love being your agent. Your How's your work been going for you these days? I've been Absolutely. going good. How's your work? Oh, I'm glad you asked. No. <laughs> I love that. We should do more just inner dialogue. Yeah, inner dialogue. <laughs> calling prospects. Every call ends amazing. That's the greatest. That is the greatest question to ask. How's your job been going for you? Yeah. Because most people have a job, right? So how's your job? And then they, what do they ask back? They ask back, oh, mine's been great. How's your work been yeah, going? And they go, time. oh, I'm glad you asked. And then you 
give your pitch. There you go. There's five tips that we learned over sending 57 million emails. Uh, would love to hear your tips. So if you've got some tips that you've used in your business, please make sure to comment those on the YouTube video. You can check out our YouTube video over at statepaidpodcast.com. You can also get the show notes for each of our episodes. And if you're looking for a way to write better email newsletters, maybe you want to set up your nurture and your drip, you can go to remindermedia.com slash blog. We have a great blog over there uh, called How to Write email marketing a newsletter, a guide for people who aren't writers. So mm. gives you a lot of really good ideas for what you can include in your email newsletter over at remindermedia.com slash blog. Thank you. If you like this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We will read it on a future episode. And the best way to show your support is to share the podcast with someone that you know. Uh, this one's a little dark. I got kind of a dark dad or a dad joke. Yeah, my dad, my dad died when uh, we couldn't remember his blood type. As he died, he kept on insisting, be positive, but it's hard without him. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's dark, you right? saw that one coming, though. But yes. That is one of the You saw it right yeah. at the end. I got it. I was like, here we go. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com, or you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Your action item from this is go look at your sales emails, and are you doing a shorter email for your leads that are down at the bottom of the funnel? And are you doing it that is non-designed, just plain text, shorter emails, even ask a question in the subject line or in the email to actually deliver even better results? Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 